there's a huge glare right over here. Not so much here. <laughs> no, or here. Or here. It's, but it's right, right here. here. <laughs> Help everybody is having a fantastic Sunday morning. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Fantastic. Hey, did you know if you had a cat, what it would say? What would it say? Meowdy. Meowdy. <laughs> Asher's face yesterday. <laughs> that, that was the greatest thing to look. <laughs> that was awesome. We finished up. We threw the checkered flag on our first season here yep. with karting, CWR, yep. checkers and records racing. You know, it was, was an absolutely blast, but we learned a lot. So I, I'm going to count it as a successful season. It, it was a good day. I mean, I know I know Daniel was a little upset because he took a little bit of damage. Dang it, baby. And like I told him, I was like, you know, it's just it's part of racing. You know, when racing, you're going to have <laughs> – I'm not going to say you're going to have more bad days than you're going to have good days, but you're going to have your fair share of bad days. It's oh, part of racing. Absolutely. But, hey, he he took it out in the heat. So I, I teased the, the show today with what does Dan from BW Sports 1 and Roberto Guerrero have in common. That was good. That was good. <laughs> well, they both spun out on the pace lap. Whoopsie. Whoopsie. <laughs> so the, uh, the, the one and only Dan over there. Turns, they, they check up in front of them, which sometimes, you know, on those pace laps, they do do some weird things. But they do. I think it caught him off guard. He hit the brake a little too hard. Sent it around, and somebody was coming head on, and kaboom. <laughs> he says, I went on to explain. The guy had plenty of room to move, apparently. That's uh, that's confirmed from Elliot. Um, so not sure why, but uh, they, they definitely got, got his front bumper pretty good. And that's what we had to put the 200 mile per hour tape on there. Yeah. Hey, and uh, if if the machine's watching, <laughs> I, I met him yesterday. Right. Well, I'm the machine. Okay, you're the machine. Yeah. He, he's he's the one that just yells. Okay. 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 <laughs> he was the one kind of holding me up throughout the okay. night. <laughs> Good morning, everybody, and we're not we're not ignoring you. We're just kind of getting into our routine here. But uh, I, he's like, dude. He's like, tomorrow you got to mention this on the show, so I got to mention it. Uh-oh. <laughs> He's like, um, I'm worried. <laughs> no. So, 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 and, and, and Tommy Boy's feature, he, he got the black flag. I did. But, but, but nothing, did. nothing that he did wrong. It was only because well, it was a championship, you know, race. I did do something wrong. I wasn't going fast. <laughs> well, but, but I mean, it was nothing that you were actually doing wrong. Right. I mean, if it had been any other race, they wouldn't have black flagged you. You'd have been able to continue right. on. But since there was a championship on the line and people out there racing, you know, it was tight. It was a tight battle. It was. <laughs> so they didn't want to take the chance, you know, uh, you get you getting in the way. So I get it. I, I completely understand. I do too. I and do too. And that's what the track officially even came up to me right after that. So huge respect to those guys. Yes. And he was like, hey, man, I just want to let you know the only reason that happened is because they were fighting for the championship right, right behind Hey, and, and let's, let's while we're talking about that, let's give a shout out to the track workers yesterday. Oh, they do a fantastic they, they, job. They ran a smooth program yesterday. Everything was just bang, 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 bang. You know, they took a small little break in between, you know, the heats, getting the, the features going. Yep. But man, it was it, it. I had fun. Yeah, I, I had a good time at the track yesterday. Yep. I got to hang out with my dad. I got to hang out with you. Got to hang out with your dad. Got to hang out with Daniel, uh, Jasmine, Vidal, Christy. Nathaniel was out there. Nathaniel. I got to see some guys that I used to race with down at Whiteland. So, uh, yeah, it was a good day. So I met uh, Mr. Wikipedia, 
yesterday. Oh, pops, <laughs> man! You like my dad knows racing. Your dad knows karting. Yes. Like man, like he is on it. Like I mean, just throwing it out of the air. I mean, and he would have just probably nailed that on the the top. He's over there wrenching. He just looks like he's in his environment. Oh yeah. He's at my the my track, dad man. loves being at the kart track. He he loves. I mean. He's been around karting since the 60s. And right. That's, that's what he loves karting. So got to give a shout out to H2K Racing as he was out there yesterday. He's going to uh, Newcastle today, and then he's going to try out some dirt. So the six-year-old, I'm going to get his, it's Mr. Hendrickson, but I got to get his first name right. I want to say it's Kason. Kason. But I have to make sure. I don't want to get that wrong here. So let me check that out real quick. But, yeah, huge shout out to him. Is That's what I felt so bad about. Is when I got the black, he stayed to watch. And it's like, oh, oh yeah, man. Yeah. But, not, but, no, but, but, but set it now. up before that. Set it up before that and, and tell the whole story. So I, he comes up, and you said he was kind of looking at you, and uh, as because you, your dad was kind of posted up right by yeah. their their uh, area. And I went by there, and I had my bruisey racewear uh, suit on. Which that is a good looking suit, by the way. And he says, Are you Mr. Checkers and Records? And he He's says, like, I'm H2K. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Checker and Record. One of the nicest, one of the nicest little kids you could ever meet. And he said, "I'm H2K Racing" because he's made some comments yes, yes, on yes. the page here. Yes. So I thought that was absolutely incredible. That was just so much fun to uh, to meet somebody out there that's watching. So if you're watching, number one, good luck today out at Newcastle. Yeah. And number two, you know, if I can make it out to that dirt karting event, I'd love. To see some dirt karting, because I think that would oh, be Oh, you've fun. never seen it, have you? No, not, no. The only dirt I've ever seen is the midgets and, and sprints there. They're, I don't know if they still do, but they used to race uh, dirt carts out in Crawfordsville. The track was called Ben-Hur. Gotcha. And it was an oval, but on, I want to say it was the front stretch before you got in turn one, there was a dog leg in the stretch. So you're flying down the straightaway, <laughs> there's a sudden, dog leg, right? and you're coming to turn. <laughs> But it was a pretty big, fast track, so, and Dad and I went over there a few times to watch, and dirt racing's a whole oh, yeah. new <laughs> level of karting. I mean, because you'll see guys show up at a dirt track and karting and, and have a trailer full of tires. Oh, I believe that. Because they're, they're constantly changing tires, and, and yeah, dirt, dirt racing is too much work for me. <laughs> Caleb, I love, I want to get out there too, because I think Caleb, it, correct me if I'm wrong, Caleb, but Dude, he's Caleb's fighting, been destroying him. And he's fighting for a, a championship, championship year. Yeah, so that would be awesome to see him get that done here this season. Good morning, Dwayne. How are you doing, Mr. Climber? Everybody tuning in here today. So, uh, but yeah, really carding, I mean, I like karting. I enjoyed karting because I understood. I mean, karting was the, that's that's where you start. I mean, that's where everybody you, you either get your start or that's where guys like me go to have just some fun after after they're past their prime and they just want to still race. Yeah, I'm not gonna hop in a sports car. I don't have that money. So to me, karting is the most purest, rawest form of racing. Absolutely. You, yeah. you, you have a motor. You have a tube chassis. You got no suspension. I mean, very little suspension on these things nowadays. <laughs> I mean, there's none. I mean, you you go to any other type of racing, and they have shocks and stuff well, like right. that. Right? Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, the the only suspension really is the tires, and then the chassis taking the flex. Right. So, you know, karting's that 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 stepping stone that you know a lot of people need in racing because. You really learn how to adjust and tune on the cart and, you know, make it 
the adjustment so it goes out and handles better. You know, I always was told that your tires will tell you everything you need to know. Oh, yeah, and, I and can they see do. that. Yeah. And they do. Your tires will tell you everything that chassis is doing. Yep. You can see the wear on them. Yep. You can see the heat build up on them. You see guys out there with the little uh, infrared thermometers yeah, checking yeah, their yeah. tires. I do the old-fashioned <laughs> way. I go and touch the tires after the race to make Because there's been a couple times I've felt more heat, like, in the inside of the tire, the outside of the tire, and you have to make a little adjustment. Well, and that's like, you know, a, a, a tire durometer is your best friend, especially now you guys have to run these spec tires, basically. Right. You know, and, and like I was saying yesterday, not every engine's the same, not every tire's the same. Even though it's the same compound, that doesn't mean it's going to be the same as that other tire sitting over there. That's why you take your durometer, you know, and say you got three sets of tires sitting there, check all the hardness of every tire. You may have a set that's softer than the other two sets. And you try to work around that. Yeah. Right. I absolutely. mean, so, you know, like I said, the spec racing, any little advantage yep. you can get. Every right. little bit. <laughs> but since we're talking about that and, and, you know, coming up, let's talk about uh, your buddy interviewed him, uh, Elliot Cox. Yeah. So he goes out and uh, was going for a championship yesterday. <laughs> he can wheel, man. And and I, I'm just going to tell you, that, that kid's the truth. He he can drive. He, uh, because his class had to run with, uh, I believe he was running KA. Yep. Uh, VR. Okay. VLRKA, I don't know which one it is, right. honestly. I think it's a VLR. And had to one. run with the, the senior class, too. So his class started in the back, then the senior started in front. So and there's a good gap. They don't just stack gap. them right there. <laughs> so so in the feature, he goes out there, and he passed probably half the field in the seniors. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, that that he he's, yeah, he can drive, and and he's going to be the future of IndyCar. I, I really do think so. I mean, so. remember the name, Elliot Cox. He is going to be the future of IndyCar. So, and what really impressed me yesterday with watching him is he was stepping back, and um, we saw that heat. He knew that he had troubles getting not getting around a person the last one in the senior, but they weren't giving much room. So he knew that come this time, with him going for a championship in that heat, that was the guy in front of him. He said, I could have got around him, but it, I just took the my time and I just stayed behind him because I didn't want to mess anything up. See, I didn't want to smart. Exactly, a that's lot of smart. guys his age, a lot of kids his age would have taken that shot and, oh, and yeah. learned. Whoop, maybe I shouldn't take in that. Hey, shot. but you know what he did yesterday that he didn't do the last race? <laughs> Finished the race. He took the checkered flag. <laughs> he did on his season both there as times. Well. And, and you know that's funny. I mean, he laughs about that now. Even it happens. But man, that'd be so disappointing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, the thing is. is I think he thought he was going to have just a kind of an easy fun run yesterday, and he had to bring it. He yeah. had to bring it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, something to look forward to here as we uh, kind of cap off our carding as uh, we have an interview with Andy O'Gara, the owner yes, yes. of Whiteland, and uh, he kind of talks about we, we took him around a lap uh, around the, the course. We walked at a, a, a track walk and talked to him about the track that Whiteland started and, and took and is in heading towards. So uh, really interesting uh, interview out there, and that'll be out today. Okay. So definitely, guys, take a look at that. And we can't thank those guys over at Whiteland Raceway enough. And uh, hopefully, uh, I heard a rumor that uh, Checkers and Wreckers, Black and White Sports, and BW Sports One is uh, going to be partnering up with Whiteland. I was going to say, Park. yeah. Hopefully, uh, we we uh, complete that. There, Andy said he's definitely going to hook us up with some uh, giveaway stuff over there for the nice, rentals and nice, uh, nice. possibly uh, Speedway indoor karting. So, uh, really appreciate that. And it's uh, 
it's going to be fun there. So I, I look forward to that. What better to partner up with a racing show with a racetrack? <laughs> the oldest racetrack and the, the oldest karting track in the country. Right. Absolutely. So and it's funny that Daniel gets on there and says, ha ha, checkered flag melee. If you look at yesterday... So Elliot takes the checkers. Daniel takes the wreckers. Boom! <laughs> he finished yesterday. He did. He did, but he, he did. did take the wreckers in uh, in the in the heat for sure. Ooh, that hurt. So yeah, Daniel looked like uh, uh, Jones finishing the uh, the clash. <laughs> Dega. Dega, baby. So, oh man. So climber asked a, a question. That's a good I, way I, I see to that. move in. I think we need to to definitely hit on this. Because what I'm, I'm going to say, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to say yes, he does. I <laughs> next mean, week, probably. You think he does it next week? And Where are they at next week? I have no clue. Let me check that. My my thing is though, and I'm not taking anything away from Lewis Hamilton. He is the best driver of his era, but he will never compare to Michael Schumacher to me. Even though, did you see uh, on the podium today? That, that was cool. Mick Schumacher gave Lewis Hamilton one right. of his dad's helmets. Yeah. That that was and cool. it wasn't that it wasn't was a cool. Ferrari helmet. It was his Mercedes helmet. It was, and I thought that was, was even. It, but it was at first. I thought it was a Ferrari helmet, no, but then was, he turned it and he saw the Mercedes emblem. So I and, thought, and, and I knew real. as soon as uh, he what it, when he was holding it there because it had the monster logo on it. I got yeah, and he, he wasn't didn't have the monster Ferrari logo yet. when he was at Ferrari. So uh, that was uh, uh, just really cool to see, and you could tell Hamilton was really humbled by that. I, I don't think he expected that. Um, cause I, I think he started to tear up as he was holding that helmet and you could just, I mean, like he said, there, there's been a lot of greats and I think the announcer put it the best. I think it was David Coulthard. He said, you know, you, you can say that this man has the best equipment, but at the end of the day, the best drivers get the best equipment that's, in F1. That's very so true. So there's a that's reason he's in that seat, just as there was a reason Schumacher was driving the Ferrari back when he was. So I, I really think that was a, a great way to put that. So you can't take away necessarily uh, the um, the downfall, I guess, uh, or the, the, the record coming to, to be broken. Because will it be broken? Absolutely. <clears throat> will it take two weeks? Maybe. Because I, I don't know. This is a lot of not pressure, but emotion. Uh, he's about to top F1. I, I mean, that's got to mean the the winningest lot. driver of all time it, in it, F1. Right. And that's got to mean. That's. I mean, just look at what Fangio. He was up there. You had uh, Schumacher, Senna. Um, who um, else is up there? Yeah, I think Elaine Prost. Um, There's uh, other one other big I'm drawing, one. I'm thinking. I'm drawing blank here. Um, was uh, uh, Lauda? Was Lauda in there? Nick, Nicky Lauda was probably in there. So, Maybe Hunt. I mean, you just look at those names right there across the board. It's not like, and don't take me the wrong way, everybody, if you're a NASCAR fan, but it's not like it's it's NASCAR where these guys are, you know, staying so long in these careers. A lot of guys don't get the opportunity like Schumacher, like Hamilton have, to ride in solid rides for their entire i mean that that comes earned that's the point i i think that a well, lot of when people you're, miss. when you're the best you you get those opportunities exactly but that's where i think a lot of people want to downplay hamilton and say well he's driving a mercedes i could win in a mercedes well he, well he, you couldn't he, have gotten into he a mercedes. won when he was in a, a mclaren he he's won in every car he's ever driven right so, so it's not just the mercedes 
No, and like I said, you you had to get there. So I couldn't. Could I win in a Mercedes? Maybe with a little little, little training, I, but I couldn't get there to begin with. So. I did like though on the race today. Um, <clears throat> after the safety car, and they were all out there trying to warm their tires. You hear what they said about Hamilton? So well, you know, he has the DOS system. Oh that yeah, helps warm the tires up a lot quicker. The front tires a mm-hmm. lot quicker. I was like, I never thought of that. And then did when they restart. That's kind of, I don't know if you'd be allowed to do that IndyCar because he's going down the straightaway in that first quarter, before the first corner, just trying to eat those things up as quick as possible. But I mean, that's a lot of guys wouldn't be able to do that. You you try to do that, you're going to, you're going to miss out. You're going to lose speed, scrub speed, uh, possibly loop it. I mean, there's a lot of things you could accidentally do in that situation. uh, And let's discuss today's race. It was pretty boring up until the uh, the, the safety the car, safety car. Um, but uh, I mean, it was exciting to see Nurburgring back in the the run. It was cold. Yes, it was. It was. Uh, I wish uh, there was a forecast of some rain. I wish we would have seen some rain here today to kind of throw that into the mix. Um, but yeah. I, I think if there would have been some rain. <clears throat> I think the outcome of the race might have been a little bit different. You could have seen Ricardo kind of step up. That's what up. I was just getting ready to say because uh, Dan, Danny Rick can wheel it in the rain. Exactly. So let's let's talk about Danny Ricardo real quick because he's about to make this move to McLaren. Yep. McLaren's not really – it's kind of looking like Renault last year. I mean, it, it, we, they've had some strong races, but it, at this point he's he's got to be thinking, man, again, right. did I make the right decision? Right. Because so, you get your first podium in a Renault today, and they've been knocking on that podium door absolutely. for most of the season. Well, he's got three fourth-place yes. finishes. So the Renault's really been performing very well this season. Right. Um, and like you said, you know, McLaren's had glimpses of good runs. and But it's like the past few races, they haven't looked like you've they seen, did in the beginning of the season. You've seen failures with their power unit, which kind of much makes you wonder – you're using a Renault power unit. This Renault is looking pretty good. What's going on here? So uh, I think that's in part of why Red Bull wasn't the biggest fan of those Renault packages yep. because, yep. hey, Too I'm failing. Failures. Why aren't you? That's the That was the question kind of around the, the paddock there. So um, I, I think that I, – I don't know. It's just uh, uh, Danny Rick – <laughs> He's got to be questioning it a little, I, just oh, like Sainz is. Sainz or Signs is. I mean, we've talked about that before. So, uh, here's a question I want to ask you because okay. Grosjean possibly has a broken pinky hand, something like that. Said he got hit with a rock at the beginning. After the what we saw with Leclerc last year with uh, Hamilton. Uh, when he stayed out on the track and sprayed Hamilton with a little debris yeah. and it hit his helmet. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, like we saw today with the, the gravel, does F1 kind of look more towards the aero screen? I think they have to. Right. I, I really think they have to. <clears throat> Don't be wrong. The halo, when the halo come out, that was a step in the right direction for open wheel cars. Right. You know, you, you kind of innovated that. And, you know, so IndyCar actually had Red Bull come in and design the aero screen. Exactly. So, you know, you, you took some technology from F1 and kind of took it to the next level. Right. You built upon that is what right. I look at that. So now this is where F1 needs to step back and look at the aero screen and say, okay, 
we we need to do something to protect the drivers a little more i mean the halo was a great step now we need to take the next step and yeah you need to look at an arrow screen right i I think that is the i i would imagine with this new car i think they add the the arrow screen on top of that just because i mean like i said can you but (laughs) that would you think getting hit in your hand would be scary they're probably somewhat used to that stuff imagine having an arrow screen and a rock hitting it <laughs> you you'd poop your pants <laughs> all of a sudden you just hear that smack think of when you're going down a highway and a pebble <laughs> goes up and hits your windshield you're ducking it's like you, it would take some time to get used to and at the end of the day you're thinking wow my hand feels good right now <laughs> but it would it'd make you jump <laughs> i'd I rather mean, jump than have a broken hand it though. can it can happen in a cart too oh absolutely 100 I mean, percent not not as not as violently as it does in an F one car, but it can still happen. Right, absolutely. There, so so uh, running down. So you know, Danny Rick comes in third in the Renault, the first podium since two thousand eighteen for Danny Rick. So uh, and then second place got Mad Max. Uh, there for a minute, I thought he was gonna battle for the lead. He was he got the fastest lap today. He did. So he did barely scoots out, and that's what Katie uh, Dugas is saying. Is you, you know the rock screens? We see a lot of rock screens in dirt. I mean, that's one I didn't even think yes, of. Yes. I mean, you guys got broken hands, mud clumps, stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, I, I would think that I mean that's something you just have to you have to put that in play. And yes, is it more money? And, and especially where you're looking at these dirt classes, where some of these are pretty entry level, and they try to keep costs down. But, man, at the end of the day, a broken hand, a broken shoulder, a broken collarbone, something like that because of a mud clump is a lot more expensive than that rock screen. Yeah. Now, now I will say in, like, uh, the midgets and sprints and stuff like that, as far as hands go, They're I mean, down. Your, your hands are more down here because that's the, the wheel's weirdest, not up here. That's the weirdest so steering in the world. It, <laughs> that's just the way they are. So, I mean, I, I don't really see them getting hit but in the But late hand models, too much. they're out there. Late models, street stocks, you right. know, cars, uh, modifieds. Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely need to come up with something better than what they have. I mean, you have, like, the, the wire mesh screen you put in there, which... You know, the, it's going to break the, 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 the holes up. are that big. Uh, it's going to break the clump up. At it least. will, it's not but you can still get rocks through there. Right. But think of like when you grab, you go outside, you grab a clump of dirt, man, it's got some girth to it. I oh, mean, yeah. If, you, if, if, I, if we were to go out in the backyard right now and I pick up a clump <laughs> of dirt and fling it at you, right. it's not going to feel good. No. And then it's going 60 miles per hour on top of that. So, yeah, I do. I think that is a lot of things like Katie says right there. You, you prevent hospital bills. And not even only that. Man, that hand needs to function the rest of your life. Yeah. You yeah. can't. That's where, especially like me as a local racer, I've got to outweigh risk to reward here. Like, yeah, do I want to go out there and have a good time? Absolutely. If it starts pouring down rain, even if I have rain tires, am I going to go out there? Probably not. I got oh, I three am. kids. Well, right. But I got three kids. I've got. I, I understand where you're that's coming That's where from. I have to, I to really outweigh. Yeah. Now, if I'm going for, for money, if I'm going like a career absolutely i mean that's a different thing though but a lot of these guys just kind of i I mean i hate bringing dale up in this but if dale has the hans device he's alive i mean there's no question about that i don't think that holds him in his seat right there 
and and it's not that Dale didn't couldn't afford it. Right. It's he just didn't want to up. It was a diff. You can't move your head. It was you, it was you, his it was mentality. A, he was an old school racer, you know. Well, because it changes. You can't. He, he wore he wore an open face helmet for years until they finally told him, "Look, you can't wear those goggles. You have anymore. to wear a closed face helmet." <laughs> right. And, and you know, and he put up a fight about that. You know, and a lot of your old school guys like that. Let's like yesterday. I seen a couple guys that wasn't wearing neck braces. Yeah, and that just blows my mind. I'm like, you know what? I, I understand they're they're not the most comfortable thing in the world to wear. It is when you're driving and, out and there it's and your hot, head's flopping. <laughs> but you know, here's my thing. It's at the end of the day, <laughs> if something happens, you you don't want to break your neck. No. You know, that's something that can kill you. That's a fifty dollar piece of equipment. I mean, at the end of the day. I mean, they even have like uh, mini Hans devices for karting. Oh, I've seen if those, I was yeah. to get back in it, I would probably wear one. And, and that's like I said, though, that's changing because that rock screen that that's going to take away some visibility. Yeah, that's going to change the way. And that's like that Hans device. You can't move your head as much as you were you were once able to. With but Dale, you know, Dale here, could do this in the car. <laughs> but here's the thing, and this is something I was told years ago when I started racing. You know, going back to being able to turn your head. You know, when I when I was out there on the track, I I would look to see who was beside me if there was somebody beside me, but I never never look behind me what's behind you doesn't matter and that's the way i see it so you don't need to turn your head to look behind you i never look behind me see the only time i did like yesterday is when i saw like i could see them in the because i try to keep the if especially if i'm slow like that an idea where the leaders are so i'll see them like across the track and then when i know they're getting up there just because of the position i'm in that's where i do just peek back because I don't want to be in the racing line when that happens. But if you're going for the lead and you're looking back, that's time scrub. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and then in the Enduros, when I ran the Enduros, you couldn't look behind you. <laughs> no, unless you did this. No. <laughs> I mean, and you, you could you could barely even see on the only time you got to see on the sides, like when they come up on the side of you because your, 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 <laughs> your head's laid back. You're not moving your head much. With your mind on your money and your money on your mind. Yep. <laughs> so, no, I, I definitely think that F1 needs to, especially after today, it's a small injury that could have been a lot worse, honestly. I mean, yeah. you, you think of where that could have hit him. Uh, what if that hit him in the chest? I mean, he's well, sure he's got a chest protector on, but still. And now, look, if he can't drive the car next week, then you got to find another driver to put in your car to drive it. Nico! <laughs> Which I might say, hey. Grosjean, you're out. <laughs> he ran good in that uh, yeah, racing point today. He, he's he's really taken over that racing point, and I think he's making a run for Albon's seat. Uh, I mean, we've talked about Perez possibly in there. Uh, I, I think it's crazy to think after, yeah, Albon has one podium. Gasly, I think, had – did he – no, he didn't even have a podium with Gasly's Red Bull. Gasly's got to win. Well, not with Red Bull. No. So With Toro Rosso but or still, Alpha I mean, Tori, no. It, it's, it, it begins to wonder how long we've seen Red Bull. Their, their string of patience is about this big. Excuse me. So I don't see Albon, honestly, getting a, a contract extension. I think Nico being there. Perez being around there, one of those two is going to be in that seat next year. And it's funny because we were talking about this last night at dinner because uh, Chris's mom and dad both watch F1. Mm -hmm. So Chris's dad and I was talking about Hulkenberg and, you know, why somebody hadn't picked him up and stuff like that. And then uh, speaking of Red Bull, he was asking me about, you know, what do you think about Honda stepping away? I'm like, well, you know, we definitely need another engine manufacturer now on F1. He's like, supposedly Red Bull's talking about buying all of Honda's 
I I did hear that. So they would kind of fund Honda's power plant for F1. It would be a Red Bull power plant. Right, but it would be Honda powered or something. There's some way that they would, that I read, I, I saw the same. They don't want to go back to Renault. Uh, they have made that clear. Yeah, they, they don't. Have, I think they have said that they, they so need to. So your only choice then is Ferrari or Mercedes. Mercedes said no. Okay. So, so they've already Ferrari. said no. And I ain't going there right now. <laughs> so no. that, that's uh, that's a, a tough one. So I think at this point they have to almost. Uh, and Red Bull's got the money to do it. Exactly. That's why I said so they have to put the money on the line and, and, I mean, and do it. You know, you, you look at Red Bull and their team principal, Christian Horner. He's not a dummy. No. I mean, so... Marco's not a dummy. No. <laughs> he makes so, sound like it sometimes. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I, I think that would be a, a, a step in the right direction for them. I mean, you, you, but but how's that going to affect the 2022 rules? I mean, if if I was Red Bull... You know, it's hard because so if you step in and do that, so you're going to have this engine, which pretty much is going to be the engine you're running now. You're just going to do a little bit of fine tuning on it for next year. Right. Okay. But you're stepping into waters now to where if Honda hasn't started developing a package for 2022 yet, you're starting from scratch and you got a year to make a power plant for the 2022. Exactly. So, number one, how much money do you want to dump into 2021? Because that's what I'm saying. You at the same time though, you have to dump money because if not, you lose your top driver. He's gone. Yeah. There's no question about that for Stappen looks. If you don't make this But where is he gonna go? Oh, Ferrari or Mercedes would pick him up, I think, at that point. Because Lewis might be stepping out of Mercedes come the regulations. He he says he's gonna stick around. I see him breaking Schumacher's record this year, sticking around next year, and then probably bidding adieu to F one. It just, it makes sense. But then we've also heard talks of, you know, Mercedes talking about not being around. They have signed, I think, to stay within through 2024 now. Okay. So that's another, so they have uh, um, signed there to to stick around. And uh, now what has been kind of come out or has come out and been uh, more publicized is, um, what's the, I'm drawing a blank now on Mercedes uh, Toto. So uh, he has mentioned, hey, do I want to stay here with Mercedes? I enjoy winning. Yes. But at the same time, I feel like I am at where I am. There's no challenge for him anymore. Exactly. He yeah. wants a challenge. He wants that. So I really could think, he go to Ferrari? I think he's going to Aston Martin. I really? Mean, we've talked about how his relationship. But at the end of the day, like he said, which I did not know, but he owns part of this Mercedes team. He has partial ownership in the Mercedes F1 team. So, I didn't know that either. Right. Do you step away from part of your, your ownership and you, you kind of get into another one? But I, I mean, I think this guy is the one that could take just about any team on that, that paddock and give them three years, and he's going to compete. That's why I'm saying, you know, if, if he decides to leave Mercedes, that's where Ferrari needs to throw everything they have to get Toto there to get Ferrari back to their winning ways. Right. Oh, I would agree. It's going to take a miracle to get them back because, uh, oh, what's his name now? That's um, in uh, the team principal. That's who's in charge of Ferrari right now. Benetto or whatever. Yeah, he he sucks. 
Oh, he, he yeah. Sucks. He was a good engine manufacturer he when he was there. And But it's like when well, I think we maybe may have this uh, uh, analogy before. It's kind of like when you 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 take a, a football defensive coordinator and you move him to a head coach and he doesn't perform. But yet he had the number one defense for six years in the NFL. It just he oh, was Mike meant McCarthy. For, <laughs> there, I mean, he was meant for a coordinator, not for a, a head coach. So right. he was meant for an engineer, not as a, a team principal, I think, in my mind. So Brad says Toto's going to Racing Point. <laughs> Bobby Buckner can have a pay raise to go to Ferrari just for broadcast purposes. <laughs> yeah, can I get on that program, too? Because I like to have a Ferrari. <laughs> you know, good. actually, I, I wouldn't even be greedy in Ferrari. I'll take just the Cadillac CTSV. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, that's nice of you. So, um, or a new Corvette. Those are sweet, aren't they? Though <laughs> they really are. When I stopped, when I stopped to get my uh, gas station, get my Starbucks, uh, there was a guy sitting there getting gas. He had the uh, the Iron Man Audi. Mm -hmm. Is that the RS8? I think so. Yeah. Man, that thing was nice. And then he fired it up. Like, <laughs> the uh, when I was watching the uh, uh, new Corvettes out at the eight hour mm -hmm. last week. The sound of those cars, oh my! Don't they sound good? Oh my man! I, I just think I, I'm personally I'm a fan of Mustangs, so I, I really sorry. I like the shorter body. I've never been a huge fan of the limousine look that a Corvette has to to really put that mid engine in there and shrink it down. Oh man, that I just I think it looks. What's up, Jared? I think it looks sporty. Uh, it looks more. They don't look like a Batmobile, Daniel. N no, McLaren looks like a Batmobile. I think I, you know, I really think the new Corvettes look a lot like a Ferrari. Yeah, I, I, I would, see a lot of Ferrari Lambo, similarities Ferrari, yeah. in it. And you know, the main reason Chevy redesigned the Corvette like that is because in the GT cars, they were bringing a knife to a gunfight. Right now. They brought a missile launcher. <laughs> right. They're they're competitive now, and I, I'm oh, excited. Competitive. I'm excited they're to see what they can dominating. do next year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see uh, the 24-hour Daytona. And we, we talk about that. Did you see what uh, somebody in NASCAR, I can't was it Harvick? Or it was Junior. Junior brought up on his podcast talking. He thinks the 24-hour Daytona race should have a class for NASCAR drivers. Or, like, I don't know if just NASCAR, I think it was. Because uh, you got your open wheels that will run with teams. Because I don't think these guys go out there. But I, I don't know if he's saying to run a stock car. So you'd have a stock car out there as well. No. <laughs> so, no. Bad I, idea, Junior. Bad idea, he says. <laughs> uh, Jarrett, did you get those stickers? Did they show up yet? They should have. So uh, um, I guess we can move on into NASCAR. 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 And uh, Matty D signs another year with the 21 machine, the Wood Brothers. So after let's talk about that last week. It, just a heartbroken, a heartbroken yeah. Matty D right there. You that was hear a good it. run for him too. It was. And and I just wish that's where NASCAR could be a little more consistent with their their rules. Cause do I see where he was in the wrong? Yeah, I do. But at the same time, you gotta call the foul on the eleven too. Yeah. I, I, in my mind. Yeah. So I you just gotta keep it consistent there. And I don't know. It just it, it, how do you favor Denny Hamlin and Kevin Harvick this year? 2020. <laughs> right. Uh, and and speaking of uh, signing new deals, Clint Boyer signs a new deal. Yeah, to the booth. With Fox Sports. <laughs> so that's, you know, <laughs> they said, how does this become this in a meme? And I saw the two pictures of how does this was the picture of Boyer and Gordon, 
going at it become this these two announcing together in the booth i think that's gonna be a great combination i, think, I do too i mean you I talk about two guys that know racing and if you throw dale jr in there with him oh he's on nbc i know but i was but, just saying if if there was a way you could have jeff gordon clint boyer and dale jr all three in the booth because boyer's be taking over for dw right huh i think boyer's taking over for day or uh daryl waltrip waltrip's been gone or is it See, I don't know who's he taking over for then. I'm trying to... <laughs> She's saying it's becoming a glorified show. <laughs> oh, it most has... definitely. Most definitely. Now, you want to talk about a glorified poop show is uh, that, that Xfinity race yesterday. Now, that wasn't a poop show. That was fun. These guys were out there. Water's going all over the place. It looks like the track is flooded. They got overtime in the Xfinity race. These guys are going all over the place. Chase Briscoe, he's in second next to Almondinger and just spins it coming around into, you know, that turn right outside. So you got the pit wall here. And then these guys coming around turn one gets throttles it too much. Whoop. Whoopsie. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> It's not wrong. No. He's not wrong. No, <laughs> She's not, not wrong at all. At all. Not at all. <laughs> but it's going to be entertaining. That's entertaining. <laughs> it's at like, this point, NAPCAR's got to do something. They, right. They, I mean, they, they got to do. do something. So uh, I, I see, uh, I mean, today we're uh, we're racing from. The uh, Roval. Yep, the Roval there. Uh, and I think NASCAR is really showing guys that, hey, you know, these these new courses, they can, they can be yeah, just as entertaining here. But it, it makes me um, kind of wonder, you know, it, it's like back in the day when you saw the Cup Series take Watkins Glen. Right. It was anybody's race because right. nobody knew how to, uh, Boris said well, if he was you, up there. You, you always got your ringers that would come <laughs> that in Boris. there. Boris said, Andy Lally, guys right. like that. But the other guys, man, they're all over the place. And that's what it is kind of like right now. But I hope what doesn't happen and it will. These guys are professional drivers. These guys are going to end up a lot of, or not a lot of, you're going to see probably the younger guys, I would say, favor these road courses more so than they're going to be the Juan Pablo now that's going to win on road courses. Well, but you look back in the day when they were running all the road courses, most of the guys that ran NASCAR were good old boys. They they came up on dirt tracks. They right. never ran a road course. They're like, what, what the hell right? is this shit What's putting that? me on? What's that? <laughs> you know, it, it didn't start getting to, um, Rusty Wallace was pretty good on a road course. Uh, Daryl Waltrip was pretty good on a road course. Well, you're starting to talk um, about guys that maybe grew up in karting. So they, they did that that road course a little. Now but, they went to Oval quickly after. But. but nowadays, most of these guys, they're comfortable on a road course. They've ran road courses or they've been to schools to teach them how to run the road courses. So that's what I hope, honestly, is that we start seeing. Because you can have, it, it, it's not like it's going to be IndyCar, I don't think where these in these road courses or these possible new street courses here that they're going to spread out in NASCAR. That's why I think it's going to be a, a tighter battle in these places just because of how much they they really have to to woe it down. That's the uh because of <laughs> See I I disagree. I think some of these younger guys are like you look at the Xfinity, some of those guys in Xfinity could run these road courses 10 times better than these guys in you look at briscoe briscoe cendrick cendrick i uh, mean dinger yeah uh, i mean there's a lot of guys in that xfinity course that they they could take it on and again i think it's because that that entry level of racing i mean we talked about it it went from dirt and you got guys like briscoe 
like uh, Chase, those guys, they started in karting. So they have that that knowledge of at least a few years mm-hmm. behind a, a road course. That's all they did. So it, it is a little different there. Absolutely. Yep. You're, you're exactly right. <laughs> yep. You're exactly right. So uh, I, I think today does put on a, a good show. I, I hope. For our sake, the uh, entertainment the value. The race was pretty good last year. But it was sunny. I want to see it pouring. Oh, it was pouring down rain. It was dark. It's like these guys had to be scared yesterday driving. Who am winning? Almondinger. Almondinger. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, took it there. He, the, the man, he's got it down on those courses. Oh, yeah. He can't. He's, he's I mean. <laughs> if it wasn't for Briscoe spinning out on the first turn of the restart, they would have went head-to-head for that, that win, no doubt. But. I mean, you know when you go through a puddle on the interstate and it just splashes up, the guy in front of you does, and your whole windshield gets covered? That's what it looked like on the track last night. And I'm wondering, it's like, my, you got to have some hydroblading. Did it, did it look like um, on Fast and Furious 2 when they're uh, racing to go get uh, the package out of the Ferrari yes, it, and the one car hits the water barrier? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it did. And they don't have the spiral coming off of them the the effect like uh um the any cars the open wheels do they just splash so i can't imagine obviously being out in front you've got an advantage right there. i can't oh, imagine yeah. being 12th 13th 14th you're all over now granted you got a little windshield wiper yeah dude. one one little wiper <laughs> like that but that was entertaining i thought that was a really good race there so uh i i look forward to more of these road course street course style races but it's going to chat the ass of these old school drivers. But, and, but I and think, fans. And, and here's a suggestion I have for NASCAR, uh, you know, especially in the rain races like that. And I, I don't know how they would do it, but I think they need to adopt some of the, the GT car aspects to where, you know, if you're running in the rain, the, I think the cup cars or the NASCARs, Xfinity cars, whichever they're running, should have a headlights on, have a light switch where you can flash the guy in front of you, let you know that that what they did have on the back was like what the open wheel cars do. So the red they light, had the one red light, yes, which looked really weird on a one stock car. One red light. <laughs> that it looked really weird on a stock car. It's like now that's supposed to be on a little square on the back of your wing there, not in the windshield or the the back window there. So. Um, but like I said, I, I hope for a little rain. I hope for safe conditions, obviously. But I, I think they, they need to shake up this this playoff, and this could really shake it up here and uh, and make it interesting going forward. Because I think after – is today a, a chase round? Is today one of the, the yes. cutoffs? Yes, So it's going to come down to a, a tough one here. Yes. So I'm excited to, to see some of that. Like I said, I, I like the I, – I, we both come from open wheel. The the road course street style that doesn't bother me at all. No. I I don't I don't mind it. Back even when like I said when they were running Watkins Glen and Sonoma, I enjoyed those. I mean, oh, I, I would I want to go Glenn. to a uh, one of those races back then? No, probably not. I like to go to the Xfinity race at Road America. Now I would, yeah, because I think it's a lot tighter racing. Because back then it would it, you'd you'd file out you boom boom. For forty three times, <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then a minute later they'd come back around. <laughs> it was like okay. Oh, it's kind of like a brickyard. Kind of. I mean, back in the day, it kind of was, yeah. But that's where I think the older fans that that, like I said, they had their that kind of uh, chap butt about it. 
Uh, that's what they. That's what they remember. It's red ass. <laughs> that's what they remember there. So uh, I call that diaper rash in here. <laughs> that's what they remember though. Is that that kind of the Boris Sads? The who was the other name you said? Andy Lally. So it's it's those guys they remember, and nobody wants to see that. They don't want a guy coming in the, for the one road race. Course ringers. Right. I mean, is it interesting to see? I think you had Wally Dolan back too. I, yep. I think you're right there. So, but it, I guess it is interesting to see because hey. Boris is back. Yeah. It's like the McRib. <laughs> but at the end of the day, these guys want to see the 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 Chase Elliott's, the Kevin Harvick's. These guys compete on all courses. Like Katie said, to, to be the best, you got to beat the best. And sometimes the to best. To beat a man, you got to beat the man. <laughs> Woo! Sometimes the man is the track. That's true. And, and you're not racing the other competitors. You might be top dog, but that track's going to grab you. So Hold on. Shut the front door. What just happened here? KT finally hit the like button on the Checkers <laughs> Records page. Thank you, KT. <laughs> After what, two years? <laughs> right. That's good stuff right there. <clears throat> Appreciate that. He's on vacation. Okay. So that's why. It took him just uh, he was busy. He, he had to be on a little R&R to yeah, hit the he, like button. He was button. busy. He yeah. was busy. <laughs> Thank you, KT. Appreciate that. <laughs> Jamie Foxx is watching, too. <laughs> Man. We're getting popular today. Jamie Foxx? Thank you, Jamie. Appreciate that. So uh, is it is it the... It, is it like the Ray Charles Jamie Foxx? No, this person's probably much much more important. Than okay. That yeah. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. So uh, I'm trying to think. What else do we got to uh, to discuss here? Uh, no IndyCar this week because they're off. They're off for two more weeks. I believe or so. Or are they racing next week? No, I think it is two more weeks. And then they, they got that last race. So we but, talked about but it. speaking of IndyCar, and then, you know, Dwayne was on here. I don't know if he's still on here. But uh, I seen where he was going to spot an ARCA race down in uh, Florida at, um, damn it, I can't think of the name of the track. We raced it on iRacing. Volusia. Is that in Pensacola? I think so. Is it? Yeah. Okay, maybe that's it. The dirt track, is that right? No, this was ARCA. Oh, Five Flags. I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. He's spotting that. Yeah. I saw that for yeah. Chase Cabray. So, yes. yeah, good yes. luck down there, Dwayne. Uh, appreciate that. Oh, yeah, this is Jamie, this is Jamie Foxx much better. Much much more talented, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's a carter. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so, not Mr. Electricity from uh, uh, Spider-Man there. Or whatever. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Look, all three of them the same. Five flags, flags. Five flags. Hey, it's five, five flags. flags. <laughs> Oh, man. I got too much coffee um, in me today. So, well, since they're on here, we might as well jump into uh, what day is it today, Tommy Boy? Sly Job Sunday. I like Sly Job Sunday. <laughs> yeah, you get all bummed. Even though last week I didn't get the result I was expecting, I go out and practice because, you know, Knoxville's my jam. Right. <laughs> uh, I was pretty happy. I was, you know, top 10. I think I was ninth in times in practice, so that's not too bad. Especially, you know, running against Monsters of Dirt. Right. If you can be top 10, that's pretty fast. Oh, yeah. So, real quick, somebody said this on today's broadcast. Practice don't pay the bills, sunshine. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. But, but. I'm it, with you, it, though. It I'm with gives, you. you know, a, that was just a, a perfect lead point. in there. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and now this season, uh, John's decided we do the pill draw. No qualifying. The pill draw. And I get the worst pill draws <laughs> every time I'm in the back. <laughs> But uh, so come out in the main, running good, moving up. I I because I started like twenty something, I think, and I get up and I'm like twelfth, so I'm making progress. Come out of uh four, 
guy gets loose. He's running, trying to run it down the slick, gets loose. Hits me, mm. uh, game over. <laughs> that, that's where I, I really feel like you got to have that sense of awareness on dirt that I just don't understand yet. Because that guy, that might have been his line. I just don't know. <laughs> and I put it right there in the racing line. That's I, I just don't know those things. And that's where I find dirt to be really hard is figuring out when that guy comes into the turn and you're going around him, where to place your car knowing he's going to come up the track or you, you know what I'm saying? Just the, the physics, I guess, of turning the car on dirt, I can get. It's when I'm going around somebody else is figuring where that car is going to be and where I need to put myself. That's my problem. And, I, and, and I've been guilty of it. And I know some there people, some people, you know, they just, they see a guy getting ready to pass them on the outside or something. So they swing it just a little bit wider <laughs> right. so you don't go around you them on the right. outside. But, uh. And, and you know, driving on the slick that that throws in a whole new factor of it. And I've been trying to practice more on slick tracks to where I can hold it better, hold a better line on the slick because right. you know. Oh, I hit that and I'm just shoot. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's like ice. For it's me. hard, you know, holding it steady on the slick. You just have to, as uh, Double A says, you got to do the dance. So you're basically doing the dance with the throttle pedal. That's what Daniel just does. Just kind of easing it through there until, you know, you get it through. And But being able to do that and still go fast is two different things. Absolutely. But that, that that's where you hear guys that talk about pedals and stuff like that. The, the G29 just doesn't have that stiffer throttle pedal. So that's where, like Hayden has talked about before the Fanatec, you'll just get more consistent laps yep. with that because of that that just touchiness well, yeah because i have a damper on my throttle pedal because right. i got the v3 pedals right so the damper and i'm even thinking about tonight going ahead and pulling it apart and putting the heavier spring in there so i'll have the heavier spring and the damper so it, you do you can you todd get hook some, says uh, pretend there's pretend there's an egg under what i've learned is pretend that uh your uh cojones are under there you drive i'll smash an egg i don't mind I will not smash the other thing I mentioned. That ain't going to happen. So <laughs> that's how I really uh, try to try to run. Is, and I've gotten a lot better with that throttle control. It's just, it, uh, I think running dirt is definitely a huge uh, benefit to the throttle control yeah. right there. So if you want to learn real big throttle control, you want to really learn how to hold it, go get yourself in a UMP modified, go put yourself in a 410 or a midget. And you really learn throttle control. So let's see. We we started doing iRacing, what, last November, December is about when we started? Right. So looking back then to now, how we are on dirt, I think we made huge oh, improvements. Abso huge <laughs> improvements. Absolutely. Because at first, I couldn't even hold a line on dirt. Oh, no. I was, hoo, yeah. Hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> you know, now, now uh, I'm pretty confident in a 305. I'm not saying that's the hardest car to drive, but, you know, and I'm, I can hold a line on a street stock. That bomber series is fun. Oh yeah, I do. I agree. Even with that. though I didn't make it to halfway last week, Kokomo with what? How many cars? With forty three, forty some cars <laughs> yeah. at Kokomo. That was chaotic, but it was fun. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, that was a blast right there. So they, the that's the one where it's kind of like it's not a stage demolition derby. So race clean. You're gonna get into people. Oh it's yeah, got a low uh, incident count. So guys. We're flying off the track, yeah. though. So yeah, I had uh, incidented out, like, like I said before, halfway. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was right after you there. <laughs> I mean, there was so many cars. There was no place to hide. 
you know, you go out there and just kind of hide and just turn laps and try to keep it clean. You couldn't do it there. I mean, there was <laughs> there was chaos everywhere. It was, and I didn't know where the leaders were, where the guy in front of me was, because there's so many cars on the track. But that's it's fun. I mean, that monsters of dirt. They're always going to bring forty plus cars. To oh the yeah. Event. Oh so yeah. You're always going to have a good time there. And like you said, I mean, really humbling at times. You go over there. They got some some fast guys in that league. So yeah, because you can go run officials and run win officials and like, okay, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> you know, you go run monster dirt and you're mid pack and it's like, what happened? <laughs> so that's I was, just the level of competitors you're racing against, man. I was um, uh, broadcasting an Australian league this morning. Yes, and I was still sleeping. I love just listening to. He was like. You know what our, uh, the worst thing about, because uh, I, I told them I love when an Australian, uh, when I'm in a road course race, mics up. Like, oh, that's going to be a clean one. These guys know how to run it. They, they're not just wagons around there. It's good. <clears throat> so uh, uh, he was like, the one thing we hate is when you guys in America mic up. is like, oh, you're an Aussie. And you do an English accent. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I just think that's absolutely hysterical. And I've heard it before. <laughs> it's just funny to to hear from those guys, you know, you, you us over in America. It just shows how dumb we are sometimes. <laughs> hey, and this just in, uh, John says he's uh, raising the incidents for next short track, next week, or next on short tracks. You got it? It was nuts. Yeah, you I got, got it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's turning Wednesday's Hawkeye series into an Enduro series now. Four classes, four winners, all open sets. Woo! That kind of sounds fun, too. Right? I don't know about open sets. Yeah, I'm not an open set kind of guy. John, you're going to have to send me your sets. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all do what I can to get there. I just need some sets. So, Well, uh, you know you know who to hit up for sets. That's very true. Who? Rocket racing setups there. Check them out, guys. They got the fast sets, man. They, he does there. I've uh, I'm waiting. He, he's been hiring some new guys there, and I'm I'm waiting for him to hire a, a solid uh, sports car. And that way, I can just burn this rubber because uh, Scott uh, Downing and myself are running that enduro here yeah. at, at one o'clock. So yep. we've been uh, pretty steadily advancing in that as well. So it's kind of the the one official I really look forward to each week now. It's that Sunday at one. We're going to change it to Saturday, I think, after that. So my Sundays are pretty busy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to think if there's anything else. We do got the pricks of pavement going tonight from Texas, Texas on CWTV. Yeah. Or, yeah. I think lapper. it's 100. Yeah. Something like that. So Close. it's uh oh, it's a memorial race, too. Oh, yes. It is the, uh, give me a second. I know it's uh, Mr. Cornwell. John, help us out. It's Mr. Cornwell. Yes. Let me get the, I'll get you the exact name here. It is the Gary Cornwell Memorial tonight. So check out that. That is Randy's grandfather, I believe, okay. passed there. So they're going to do a race there for him. Cool cool deal there. And uh, he's actually putting himself in uh, his grandpa's old paint, too. So That's awesome. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. So we'll see uh, Cornwell, how he does out today, how he pulls out. He did a, a good run there last week on CWTV, so hopefully he can pull it out today in the memorial for his grandfather there so uh you're not wrecking me buddy because i'm not running pricks of pavement haha sprints <laughs> we were just talking about running dirt cars dude <laughs> <laughs> so i'm trying to think uh the only thing we got left now is just some fun and uh 
Oh, real fast, we didn't talk about it earlier when we were talking about carding. I meant to bring this up. Uh, our little buddy Asher. Oh, yeah. So, so they, they, they had a problem. They were, they've been running a Honda motor all season, and last week Brandon went to do a clutch change, and part of the crankshaft, it uh, broke off. Chipped. <laughs> so they switched to the Comer engine, and Asher goes out and uh, wins, with, running away with the win, uh, almost two-lap lead on the field. He had the new Honda on yesterday. Uh, it was Comer, wasn't it? No, he had the new Honda on yesterday. They they got a new one. It got in there. He put the new motor. He ran a new motor yesterday. I know, but it was a Comer, isn't it? No, that's a Honda. That was a oh. Honda he got on there. So they went back to a Honda. Yeah, those Comers are hard to tune. Okay. That's what he was saying. The Honda okay. is kind of like a 206 where you just you set it and you forget it. Okay. <laughs> so. Um, oh, Dan, you're going to come run some sprints? Yeah, you're not going to wreck me, dude. You're not going to be close to me. <laughs> well, when you go around them. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe when I lap you. But, yeah, he ended up I'm taking kidding, second buddy. second place in his division, his class, for his first season. So that's that's a huge he, he, accomplishment. He made there. huge progress this season. I Absolutely. mean, you know, you, you walk away with your head up high. You uh, you you went out and you, you progressed every time you hit the track. Right. You know, whether it be Newcastle or Whiteland. Yep. Um. You got a couple wins this season. You felt what it was like to be in a wreck. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you you, yep. you did it all. Um, you're, you're stepping up into uh, the next level of karting next year. You're going to the the 206 class. Yep. And you've already been doing some testing in that. So yeah, you you've had a really strong season, buddy. We're proud of you. Absolutely. And I can't keep these things in. Um, yeah, you did a great job, and that's what it just taking this year and and learning. Yep. And and really doing. A good job with that. So, congrats, buddy. It is now time for the Checkers and Wreckers Picks of the Week. You know what it is. Woo! We're going to take woo! the Checkers and the Wreckers. I thought you were going to do a woo! Woo! <laughs> and pick those guys, and as well as a dark horse there. So, join along woo! with us. <laughs> we'll pick our Checkers today. And I think that number nine Napa car is going to find his way to the front at the Roval. So Chase Elliott for my checker today. Uh, Daniel, going on that, Brandon was saying yesterday that deal's not completely solid. So they may be running their Tony cart next year because that's what they've already had. They already bought that cart, and uh, that Tony cart was a championship-winning cart. So they may end up just running the Tony cart next year, which wouldn't be a bad choice. Nope. Because you know my feelings on that. I'm all about a Tony cart. <laughs> yeah, you like those. Oh, yeah. I think that's the best cart out there. But uh, so my checker, I'm going to go with Ryan Blaney. Nice, nice there. I could see him having a solid run here today and go through a record pick. And, man, this is – it can be a tough one. I'll go with starting sixth, Austin Dillon. I just don't see him. He's kind of always have a, backfires me when I picked him. <laughs> he's, I just think he's gonna. He's not had that season this year. He's he's he started off a little strong. He's, he's faded since I think he missed that one race. I don't know if it was due to COVID or uh, having a kid. I can't remember exactly. You miss a race, you just assume it was COVID. But uh, I don't know if it's a family issue or something like that. But uh, uh, since he missed that race, it's kind of like he's kind of fallen back in the the standings here. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see, a record pick here. I'm going to go with, um, uh, 
Brad Keselowski. I could see that. I could see that very well there. And we do the dark horse now as well. And I'm going <laughs> to – I picked him the last time we were at a road course. He did well for me. He did a great job last week. I think he rides off that momentum. He's hungrier, hungrier than he was before. That's Matty D. Damn it, that's who I was going to take. Whoa, no, now he's going to wreck. <laughs> Gosh. I'm not taking him, though. You just picked him. So. Yeah, but that's who you had in your head. <laughs> I'm taking um, Christopher Bell. All righty. He starts deep in the field, but he could get it done here today. Uh, Daniel, answer your question. Um, no, I'm not getting one. I'm, my, my, my eyes are set on a dirt street stop. Ooh. Do you see the post I put on the page for the fairgrounds? Oh yeah, yeah, that looks like it's it's moving quick. I want I want a dirt street stock. <laughs> so it'd be fun. I don't know nothing about dirt racing as far as actually you didn't know doing nothing it. about karting though. No. <laughs> I don't know what to buy for a dirt street stock, so anybody out there has any info? Um yeah, howdy wants a dirt street stock for next year. <laughs> there you go. Get with AC. Anthony from uh he's always on CWTV there. He knows dirt stuff. He's and he's local. He's uh just a little farther south. I met him in Lawrenceburg. That's Rennie's dad. Okay, he might need to be my mechanic. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, guys, can, Anthony Carf, you can be my setup guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's watching his son play football now. I know he'll watch this later. He'll be all pumped. Uh Daniel's got Bowman Checker, Keslowski Wrecker, and no, it's not a hat trick on Matty D because I ain't pick him. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes racing is a money pit. yeah john any racing's a money pit <laughs> yeah, unless i racing like daniel didn't have to he could have just hit that reset button yeah. instead of pulling out the 200 mile per hour team. yeah but uh yep that is what we got for you guys today thank you so much for tuning in as always you guys can check out our fantastic partners at bruzy racewear usa john buzzard over at first financial bank or Alex. Or Alex Acoustic. Making it sound crisp, clean, yeah. and perfect oh, yeah. in here. Oh, you also yeah. got the Rockstar Realtor, Sean Nugent. <laughs> so, yeah, it's that good guitar. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, guys, thank you so much for partnering with us. Driving for Dyslexia, the butt kicker. All you guys, so much fun. Thanks all. And uh, don't forget, tune in later on today. Tommy Boy will be putting up the interview with uh, Andy O'Gara and the track walk at Whiteland. Absolutely. So thank you guys so much. We didn't forget you, John. We talked no. about you for a half hour. Yeah. <laughs> Monsters of Dirt. We love them. We love them. <laughs> so. We race in it. We, <laughs> we support it. Absolutely. Guys, check us out. www.bwsports1. Uh, real fast, John, before you go. Is uh, 305 is going to be broadcast tonight? I know that was a deal that was in the works. 360s, I thought. Well, no, 360s uh, was broadcast right, last week. Right. 305s wasn't. By so. Austin Anderson. He was rocking it, wasn't he? I don't know. I think they did it on the YouTube page. Uh, On 305s, maybe, because I know. I, I think know, Austin was doing the broadcast. I know Weezy <laughs> jumped in and uh, did the 360s. Right. Because it was kind of last minute, but he, he stepped up and did it. So I don't know if we'll have Weezy for the 305s tonight or not. Uh, Hopefully, we do get somebody to broadcast. Not that it really makes a difference, but, you know, at least that kind of helps John, helps the monster the dirt out. People get to watch the race, cheer on their drivers, cheer on Howdy. From what um, I do, I think if John doesn't have it, uh, 
uh, actually broadcast by uh, SRTV, CWTV, somebody like that, then he will post it on that Monsters YouTube. of Dirt YouTube. Yeah, so check out, get over there Meowdy. on the Monsters of Dirt. We gotta make you Meowdy sprint. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Guys, yes. thank yes. you so much for tuning in here today to Checkers and Records. We appreciate each and every one of you. And don't forget, check us out on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button and follow us, BW Sports One on YouTube. That's the numeral one. Uh, hop over there, subscribe. Uh, you can see all the shows, previous shows. If you just want to like binge watch Checkers and Records, you can do that on YouTube. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, all the socials, you can find us. You got that. And www.bwsports1.com. Peace.